Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you out there? I hope you are having a great day. 3.30 in the day, you are almost quitting time. I hope you've had a good day so far. But if you haven't, we have like a little ray of sunshine literally on the show today that I cannot wait to introduce you to uh, here in just a second. Thank you for tuning in. Man, it's such an honor. It's such an honor to come through your radio waves or your phone or however it is that you're listening to us today. I want to encourage you to check out our social media. Social media is so amazing. I can get lost in it for like 432 hours or I can just check in and make sure that all my friends are doing okay by watching their pictures on Instagram or whatever it is. We want you to come join us on ours. We have such an incredible following. You can follow Autumn Miles. Um, on Facebook, Instagram. I got to be honest, I don't do much on Twitter. I know that that's like some people, they're obsessed with Twitter. I'm just not that person. Uh, so I want you to go check us out. We have, we have stuff coming out all the time and hopefully it will encourage you. So follow along, comment, send us a message. I love the messages. I'm obsessed with hearing from you guys. Um, it's such a fun, it's such a fun thing to hear from you guys. So follow along with us. We have a lot of things coming. Coming up, we're going to do a live show, uh, uh, live on on location show, August 28th, that I am super excited about. We'll tell you more about that in the near future. I want to introduce you to our guest. Now, she is amazing. I have checked her out myself. Speaking of social media, you need to go follow her. Her name is Jordan Lee. She is an author. She is a speaker. She is a blogger. She has got it going on. And I really believe that her voice is going to encourage you um, in whatever you, whatever walk of life that you're in, you know, moms, young, you know, whatever you are, she uh, um, is the stuff that I've seen is just uh, so precious. She loves the Lord with all of her heart. Welcome to the show, Jordan Lee. How are you, honey? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, one of the things that I loved about you, um, first of all, is just your spirit. I think you can tell from your Instagram and your Facebook and all the messages that you send out. I mean, there is there is a ton of joy in your spirit. And that is so refreshing in our culture today, don't you think? I mean, where's the joy? <laughs> right. You know, I always say it, it's so important to be real and honest and share your struggles and share your joys. But I think, you know, it's like heaven is going to be laughter and light yeah. and color and wonder and awe. And where is that? I don't know. I just sit around and say, like, everyone's just out to prove something. Like, why right. are we not full of light and light and color and standing out and not fitting in? It's just everyone's trying to kind of follow the same little uh, the look and the mold and what's popular now. And it's like, yeah, break out, bust out, you know? Yeah, so, break out, uh, bust out. Really- I love that. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, I think you're right. I really do. It, it, we can put light and love, but in a way that's still genuine. You know, I think sometimes there's a lot of plastic happiness, if that makes sense. And so just kind of being real and authentic and joyful. I think those things are really needed in our culture and in our world. I love it, Jordan. Now, you're an Indiana girl, right? 
I am. I, I'm the you know. D, I was raised in Terre Haute, Indiana. That's where I was raised. Hey, My parents still live there. That D- is a lovely little city. <laughs> I know, right? Have you Have you ever been there? I'm sure you probably have. I have not set foot in Terre Haute. I was an IU grad, and so I've got a little bit of a you know school rivalry there. So. Oh, oh, you do I, not uh, step foot in no. Terre Haute. Well, I'll go to uh, isn't isn't it in Bloomington? Isn't IU in Bloomington? It, it is in Bloomington. It's a cute little city. It's a cute little city. I loved it. I I love being raised in Indiana, and we go I go back there regularly. I have four kids now, and you know we take the oh, grandkids wow. back. But it is just such a, you know we're in we are uh, located in DFW, but. Indiana is just home. I feel like when mm-hmm. I drive down I seventy, I'm I'm like, here we go. Here's my fields. Here's my oh yes, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, anyway, we lived out in the West Coast for a little while. Oh yeah, and my husband was like, we need to go back. We need to go back home. And I was like, all right. Really, it's not got the greatest weather, but I I, I trust you on this one. <laughs> it's is, been great. Is he from Indiana as well? He's actually from Phoenix. He's from Arizona. Everyone thinks he's crazy, but he wanted to settle in Indiana. So oh, that's what we did. Well, that's right. I was just, I was reading your bio and I thought, man, good things come from Indiana. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> okay, let's get into Now, this is one of the things that I so loved about you. Uh, I, I, you have started and I, and I want you to tell me what you've started. I already know what you've started. Um, but fill us in on soul scripts. I, I want to talk about that for a second. And um, and then we're going to get into how it came about. But if you are listening right now, um, I want you to just so enjoy our guest. Her name is Jordan Lee. She is so precious. And I feel like I should be her best friend. And um, she, she, she really does communicate and minister um, over social media, and she does a lot of really, really cool things uh, with women today. But Jordan, why don't you go into what is what is Soul Scripts? Let me know what it is. Yeah, so it's funny because it started off meaning calligraphy, and I would calligraphy Bible verses, you know, kind of fake calligraphy is what I would do. Um, and it was just my way to memorize scripture. It was kind of my personal time, and I kind of had a knack for it. And so I started a little bit of an Etsy shop, you know, those little online stores, you yeah. can canvases or, you know, all sorts of different unique handmade kind of stuff. And so I did that for a little while. And then it got to the point, you know, that was kind of where my social media channel started to grow. That's kind of how I came up with the name, Soul Scripts. It kind of originally had a totally different meaning than it does now. Oh, um, cool. And so it was just kind of like creative outlet. And then it got to the point where it was too much for one person to manage. And I was doing it out of a closet. I'm <laughs> so across the country. And I'm like, Lord, help me. And so we got to the point where he kind of said, you know, look, this isn't, you're focusing, your focus in your heart is really on encouragement. It's on the writing piece, not the calligraphy writing, but like the writing, the messages. And so I kind of had to get to the point, had a little coming to Jesus moment and realized, you know, this isn't quite the path, but I, I need to keep going with a little bit of the platform he's kind of already put me on, you know, and just trust with that. So I closed the shop, and over the last several years, it's really just grown into this blog, which at the time I didn't even know what a blog was. I just knew people had them on their website, and I was like, oh, I should probably have one of those. (laughs) So I just kind of would put my social media captions up there and call it a day. Anyway, and so it continued to grow at kind of a a quick speed, and I continued to um, just cultivate it as I would, you know, working other things and getting married and doing all of these life things. And before I knew it, 
I kind of had much more clarity and it evolved into being more of a space for building community. I had the clarity of, you know, the Lord has always asked me to build community. I'm a communicator. I'm a connector. Um, I just really have just survived in that. And so that was kind of what I wanted to create in the little corner of the universe that I had through my website that has just happened to grow. And so it's now evolved into Soul Scripts really have more of a meeting of my writing, my little space. Um, and so then we have the Soul Scripts Sisterhood, which is kind of an extension of it. So it's no longer just my writing, but it's also the community of a lot of my readers want to connect with like-minded women, get support, find resources, those kind of things for the season of life that they're in. So we created this kind of membership community um, I guess, leg of it or arm of it. Yeah, and yeah. So it's kind of got two different, two different functionalities. It's my writing and it's my community, and it's really neat to see the way the Lord brings them together and uh, now uses the ministry to go speak on college campuses and on conferences and um, do things like this and get, and get to reach out and expand the territory you know, to continue building that, that community and that connection. That is so cool. I, um, I love it. I love the concept of it. Now tell our listeners for, for those of you that are just joining us, we're talking to Jordan Lee. She's an author, speaker, she's a blogger, and she's the creator of soul scripts and the sisterhood community. Uh, Jordan, tell us how, how can those of us listening get involved in this community? Well, there's a lot of different things. You know, my my heart is to, my tagline, everything I say is your brokenness is welcome here. Um, because I think that ought to be the message of the church. And it's often yes. that always what's received. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of like, I want to hear your pain. I want to hear your junk. And then I don't want you to just sit in it. Like so many people will just say, okay, I'm just going to set up camp in my brokenness. And right. they, just start, they like have their mail forwarded there and they just sit there. And it's like, let's help you work through that. So, I've got several different ways and resources. The Sisterhood community is on the website, and it's one of those things where you can join, and you get seven days for free. You can just check it out, start exploring all the resources we've got in there, start connecting with people. And then, you know, if one should decide to stay, part of their membership, actually, we've partnered with World Vision, and we get to support sisters that are victims of human sex trafficking across the world, which is a really cool way to kind of connect different cultures. And so we've got that aspect of things. That's kind of the membership join paid membership side of things, but then there's also the blog, which is, you know, join the email list, join the community kind of thing. And then I've got all my different sisterhood events throughout the country. Um, right now, I'm taking a little bit of a personal sabbatical, uh, but throughout the spring and the fall, I go to different campuses and different cities and we hold sisterhood events. So right now, I'm sitting in California and we just had um, 14 or 15 girls come and we did a, you know, a sisterhood hangout prayer over things, your brokenness is welcome here. So there's several different ways to kind of get connected, whether that's just through kind of getting involved on social media, through actually jumping in the community online, checking out events that'll be going on. This is awesome. Jordan, come on, girl. Wow. Who are you? This is incredible. You know what? We need people just like you. I, I, I came from a very, I was a pastor's daughter, but came from a very broken even mm-hmm. even when you're a pastor's daughter, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it does not it, it, you you don't you don't you are broken too, and um, you know I, I feel like sometimes we're the most broken because uh, we we try to put on a perfect face, and pff, yeah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I absolutely love I love what you are doing. Now, give me a website. What website can our listeners go to to connect with this whole movement that you've got going on? So the website is thesoulscripts.com. So the little word the and then soulscripts.com. 
Um, and then there's, you know, all that stuff packed in there between the blog and advice and resources and devotionals and everything else that you could possibly probably need through those transitional seasons of life, through those seasons where you feel like, holy cow, I don't even know where I'm at with God. I don't even know if I believe in God. You know, it's kind of like all ends of the spectrum. And then some are like totally on fire. And it's amazing to see how we can really come alongside one another rather than just putting ourselves in these boxes of like, well, I'm here now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that website is thefullscripts.com and it is full of all sorts of goodness. I just love it. I have such a great team that kind of helps think through different material, you know, and meeting yeah. people where they are. And so there's a lot that should serve really regardless of where you are in your walk and in your journey. Um, it's meant to really serve. Awesome. The soulscripts.com. Is it scripts with an S or just script? Yep. Script yep. scripts with an S. Okay. Um, I want you guys to go and check her out and look her up. And it would be so cool, you know, maybe to, and I don't know how you guys do that, but maybe have her to your area to do one of these sisterhood events. I think that would be amazing. Um, I, 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 those of you that are just joining us, we're talking to Jordan Lee. She's an author, speaker, blogger. Um, she's got a lot going on. She loves Jesus, little powerhouse for Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, but she also, one of the things, uh, Jordan, that I loved what you, that you talk about is how how you came to your purpose. And I feel like purpose over the past 10 years, we've like beat that dead horse with every book Mm -hmm. on purpose and every this and every that. And the reason that we have talked so much about it as ministers of the gospel is because everyone wants to know what there's there's is and it's still a very mm. relevant question because yeah. even though we've been we've talked about it for so long people still walking in the dark i loved mm. your story about how you even came across this um and um and i want to hear so those of you that are listening i want you you need to walk in your purpose, the purpose that mm. God, why you are placed on this planet. There are reasons for you being here today. It's not for your mama or not for your sister. This is for you. So your ears mm. are per- perked up right now. Jordan, talk to me about where you were spiritually and how God gave you just really the start of this concept. You know, I was, it was while I was still in college and doing the, the wheel spinning, like everyone seems to do, what am I supposed to do with my life? Holy cow, I only have a year left, you know, and you start overthinking and worrying and you're wondering about the specifics. And it, and so that was kind of the day, you know, I was like, I'm going to read my Bible, <laughs> you know, I had it probably I was in grade school and popped it open and I'm crying because of course, what else do you do when you don't know what you're supposed to do with your life? So I'm crying and I said, you know what, God, I'm just going to read wherever my tear falls. Worst way to read your Bible. Don't suggest it. But that's what it is. <laughs> hey, I know so, that too. So don't, I, don't I, I know there's people listening and they're like, oh yeah, I did that. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Sometimes you just have to. Anyway, so a tear lands kind of on the binding. So I opened to where that tear landed. Another tear landed because again, I'm like pathetically crying. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> lands in First Chronicles. Now, First Chronicles is kind of just obscure, like, you know, Matthew or, like, Corinthians. We all talk about that. But Chronicles, everyone's kind of like, what is that exactly? Because it's one of those Old Testament books um, that we sometimes tend to skim over if we're not really reading in depth. And so it was interesting because my tear itself landed on a phrase that's to build a house. It was part of a larger passage that, in context, it was David, King David, was... Um, a man of God, and he was given a command by the Lord to build a temple or to build a house for the Lord. Hmm. So this was back in the Old Testament times, and but 
but David was not to do the building because he was a warrior and he was God wanted this to be a, a, a temple of peace. And so he gave him the command to oversee it. To, he gave him the plans and the vision for this, but he had his son Solomon building the house. Mm. So, anyways, um, so the passage that I that I kind of landed on, or that my tear landed on, was when David was giving Solomon the the instruction, build a house for the Lord. Mm. And so in that, um, I, you know, thought, build a house. Okay, okay, what, do you, what does that mean? I need to go on a mission trip. You know, and so I call Habitat for Humanity, <laughs> and I call these places, and it's winter time, and I'm like, hi, I have to build a house. And they're like, what are you talking about? Um, it's winter. So I felt like a crazy idea at this point. And anyway, so that's kind of how I got this vision of build a house. Well, at the same time, I was also in a sorority house in college. And so after some time of really pulling this over, it kind of became clear to me, though I'm so unqualified, though, again, that was probably one of the first times I'd read my Bible in a while, it was like, I've given you this physical house. I'm not asking you to, you know, nail boards and beams. I'm asking you to build it from the inside out. I'm asking you to build the, my house, which is the heart of every girl in that house. You know, mm. I'm not going to build up my church, my house. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I kind of bought it and bought it. But anyway, long story short, I was really able over the course of a year or two to really be able to reach a lot of those girls. I saw one of my best friends come to Christ. It was really just through friendship and relationship. Like, friendship changes the world. And right. it's funny because, like, I do have social media followings now, and that's all fantastic. But really, one thing God's always convicted me of is, look, it's not the big books and the cool conferences. I'm like, those things can definitely reach people, but only, like, 4% of people actually come to have their lives changed by that. It's that's been, right. It's typically through one-on-one friendship, through having a conversation over coffee, several yes. conversations over coffee, you know? And I saw that, and I realized, wow, it's a house is built through the masses. Like, Jesus had 12 disciples. So I'm going to keep my, you know, group small and pour into a few of these girls, help them and enable them to pour into a few more. So that was kind of a, the start of my vision, and then as I started working and had the Etsy shop and then, you know, kind of continued to write and grow, it just all clicked, like, you know, these girls on your comments are trying to encourage one another in their speaking community. That command is there, and it's still there, and it's always there. And mm. so what kind of became clear is the purpose behind everything we do, which sometimes in our world, regardless of whether it's in the church or in a secular setup or situation, we mistake purpose to mean personal preference. Um, mm. And by that, I mean, we want our purpose in life. You know, we always are seeking our purpose, and we want it to perfectly line up with our with our gifts, talents, abilities, interests, and it better look cool on social media. You know, mm. and, and that's all great if it does. But, you know, like purpose in and of itself lies so simply in building a house, and mean, meaning building a house for the Lord. And He has already given us the plans. Like, He's mapped it out, given us a blueprint, but we are to do the work and to be strong and do the work. And so regardless of, you know, we think purpose is what career path will I take and what what, you know, will I be a doctor or a teacher or this? And it's like, God doesn't care if you mm. choose apple or banana or doctor or teacher. Are you living your purpose in that? Are you building the church in that? Because those things aren't going to fulfill you. Even if it's the dream career that you spent years trying to go after, there's going to be times where you feel like, I'm not really making a difference or I'm exhausted. So Because no matter what we do, we're going to feel exhausted. And so getting so caught up in the specifics blinds us to what our purpose really is. And we miss it, and then of course mm. we're going to be unfulfilled, you know. So that's really it's like if you are building the house for the Lord in your like when you're unqualified, when you don't know, when you feel like I don't even know four Bible verses, you know, I don't think I could do this. It's not about knowing it all, standing on a stage, being able to say these inspiring things. Like if that's a gift you've been given, like fantastic, please use it. But understand that a house is really built 
like by digging dirt, by getting to the root of the issue. So you got to dig through your own dirt first. And then secondly, you've got to be willing to step out of your house and not live behind these little walls of perfectionism and be willing to step off your porch and go knock on your neighbor's door and, and let her, like, welcome her brokenness, you know, or welcome his brokenness, mm. um, regardless of what your career path. So it's like that ought to take so much pressure off to figure it all out, you know? And so yeah. it's like, okay, I can breathe and I can just start doing this. You know, I never expected to be doing this full time. I never expected to get to do this as a career. And while it's a privilege, you know, there's cons to anything that we do. So learning how to find purpose, even when there's, you know, discouragement and negativity or you're not quite fulfilled by the type of work, it's the, it's the what are you fulfilling your work with? And, mm-hmm. and, and are you padding it with purpose? God-given purpose, because that's the only thing that's going to last and the only thing that's fulfilling. You know, we can prepare for 10 years from now, but are we preparing for 10,000 and 10 million years from right. now? And so often we miss that. I so. love this. I think, I think, you know, you said a lot. Uh, <laughs> let me just rewind. I know, I know. <laughs> rewind for a minute. You know, it's so simple, but so mm-hmm. profound. Mm-hmm. Um, the life that is called, um, you know, as a Christian, as, as a good Jesus follower, we are called just like what you said, no matter what it is to build the house of the Lord. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, sometimes we get so caught. You are so right. I wrote down specifics because you're so right. A lot of, uh, people, you know, we feel maybe, maybe it start an Etsy shop and then start like this mm-hmm. online community or, 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 you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. that God's calling you to do. The specifics trip us up from the yes mm-hmm. of yes, mm-hmm. God, I will build your house. We're looking, yep. we're looking at the specifics of how is this going to happen and who's going to come alongside me and stuff. And really, I love, mm-hmm. I love the way you said, build a house. Then you started with your friend. And you saw mm-hmm. her come to Christ. You build a, a small community, which God has blessed because you've stewarded the things that he has given you. Well, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think that is so uh, important for people to know today. It's not some profound, whatever. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That is, that is amazing. So, so let's talk about the specifics just for a minute. When did you, was it just your social media uh, growing and following and stuff that kind of enabled you to build this online community? community. How did you know to make the transition? Because I think a lot of people kind of know the area of which God is asking them to dig dirt and to build a house, mm-hmm. but they don't, they're kind of looking for clues and signs. So why don't you tell us just a little bit, just real quickly, um, how did you know to kind of move in this direction? Yeah, well, you know, it, it was a of small steps. And I think sometimes we forget, like I said, we get hung up on specifics and we get hung up on big stuff. And so we kind of forget, you know, like living big isn't doing big things all at once and just making a big leap. It can be. We want to take big steps of faith if, if that's where we're at. Um, but really living big is doing small things for a big God with a fearless heart. Um, and so that for me was as the social media started to grow and as I started to feel like there's got to be something more here. Like it's isn't just about like I'm using my stories and little experiences to reach people because they can probably relate to those. But it's also not just about highlighting me. Like I want to give them a space. Like if I'm saying your brokenness is welcome here, but it's only the stories that God's asked me to share I'm not giving them a space to share. So over time, it became clear as the social media grew, and it enabled me to actually make that a possibility. Um, you know, I just felt the need to get a little bit more disciplined. And when I think sometimes it was never like a clear, this is the day. But when you feel that tug and that urge to take a step of faith and step a little bit further, it can be a small step. You know, the very first thing I did was ask my assistant and manager, I said, do you know what developers? Because right now I'm running my own site, and it's getting to the point where I just need to look at other options. 
So I first just had a little conversation and learned more about what that would look like if I wanted to take it a step further and include people in that community. Um, and mm. learned, and I thought I had such peace about it and such clarity. And so I did this course where I learned what it's even like to build that kind of, you know, interface mm. and set up, not from the tech side, but more from the what does that require of the leader and what would that, you know, look like. And so I learned and I took little steps and then I said, okay, you know what? I feel like I have a peace about it. I don't understand all the details, mm. but I feel like I do have a little bit of peace. And so I'm just going to take a step of faith and see how it goes. So we created it. And that's kind of been the story of my life. It's like it seems like such a small thing in the grand scheme of life, but it's done with you on the turret. Like, okay, if this fails, let's try something else, you know? Yeah. And I think that's one thing we're so afraid of is failure. I mean, we feel that the faithfulness in the way that the Lord works. And so um, it was kind of, I had a little bit of the, the community already that I could reach with this opportunity that I was creating, and I just went for it. And that's kind of been the story since I started this person in general. It's been a con- consistent evolution, and I think that's one thing we have to be willing to do is we have this idea in our mind of what it's going to be. And sometimes we cling so tightly to that that we don't get off of that <laughs> at all. And if I was doing that, you know, I'd still be throwing mugs out of my closet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we'll say, we'll say I want to do what she does, and we're thinking of specifics. Because we can always do what she does if she's building a house for the Lord. Right. So those little steps of, okay, you know, I'm going to just look into this a little more. I'm going to learn. You don't want to make hasty steps, but you also don't want to be so hesitant. You know, there's a fine line. So just once you have that piece and that nudge and that little bit of an urge, it's like that doesn't mean you just clear it away until you have it all figured out because otherwise you'll never start. But you just learn a little bit and take a few steps to feel like, okay, I have a little bit of a grasp on this. I'm going to trust the rest to the Lord. You know, awesome. I'm going to leave this room for him to fill in and I'm going to trust that he will. Awesome. So. Jordan, thank you so much for uh, for being on our show today. Uh, I want you guys to go and check her out, thesoulscripts.com. Follow her on social media. Um, man, you can just hear her heart uh, through her testimony. Thank you so much for being with us uh, today, Jordan. You, you've just, you've blessed us all in the studio today. We really, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.